Hey, what's up everyone? Um, so I'm back here with another podcast and uh, it's just me this time again. Um, little, uh, our, my counterpart, L is out and uh, she is, of course, doing her clinicals and she's really busy. It's been a pretty stressful week for her and uh, like I'm hoping the best for this week and that she will get through them and they'll be okay. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a grind from what I'm hearing, and I I wouldn't know like what to do in her position. I would be so lost. Like I like that's the thing. Like I don't know. I don't think I would be able to deal with people on a medical level and like be trusted to like administer stuff that their life depends on. It's a bit of a bit of a, a daunting task um, that I don't think I can do so I, I think I'll stick with like numbers and desk jobs and providing you listeners with entertainment via podcast and via um, other forms of entertainment um, so I'm going to try like uh, I want to try to start snapping more uh, I want to start Instagramming more just to kind of reach out to the internet and to the public because Right now, I know it's a lot of people who listen are mostly our friends, which is awesome, and we're glad that they are supporting us by just having a listen at times. Um, usually, it's just us, you know, rambling back and forth. But uh, you know, we try to do some form of entertainment as our bickering is concerned. Um, yeah, we. I really want to start reaching out to a wider audience and. I don't know what the best way to do so. Uh, we have a website that I put up. Like it's it's ready and good to go. Um, I think YouTube is a really good channel, and I I'm trying my best to get on to editing and putting together YouTube videos. But uh, it's busy and it's hard, and, and I don't I don't have like that quick. I guess that natural quickness to producing them yet it's it's still a, like a grind for me to like sit down figure it out and figure out the program and put everything together podcast is way easier just it's an audio form and i can snip and and remove as i see fit um but video takes a little bit of more of a, a little bit more time a little bit more effort so it's a little harder but people can search uh, shit up on YouTube way easier, so I think that's probably the best way to reach a new audience. Um, and of course, word of mouth and trying to get people to kind of listen to us. I bring it up casually in like some conversations with strangers sometimes, just to give them a heads up. I was like, hey, I have a podcast, um, and that is my way of trying to like viral market or. You know, word of mouth market, door to door market. I don't know what to call it. I really should have took marketing. That would probably help me a little bit more uh, in doing this, but um, that's okay. I did what I did, so we're here, and I just gotta kind of learn everything um, on the spot. Try to figure out how to get this out to the world. Um, yeah. It's been a while since uh, we did our last podcast. We did just a, uh, a little bit of a personality love test, which was fun to do. Um, very interesting to kind of answer these questions and try to see what I'm like in a relationship, which sometimes is really hard because you are your worst critic or you are the worst at reviewing yourself and you have so much self-praise.
So, I don't know. I think I'm doing good, but who knows? Um, yeah, uh, lots happened in the last few weeks, and um, a lot of things that I wanted to talk about in my last podcast, last few podcasts, but uh, um, I think me and my counterparts prefer to do funnier stuff and funnier things that are more, you know, just entertainment value. I like when I'm alone to rant slash talk about kind of a bit more serious things. Uh, I think it's just the way I interact um, just by myself. It's very deep in thought. I don't make funny jokes while I'm alone much. (laughs) So, yeah, like a lot of things have happened and a lot of things in the world that's going on that's kind of weird that I kind of want to bring up. And and I think I'm, I'm going to try to limit myself to two topics today. And uh, they're just two kind of things in today's, I guess it's more in the States and, and U.S. culture and U.S. society, but it does affect us too. Um, just because I listen to a lot of other podcasts that are based in the States. So they talk about a lot that what's that's going on in their uh, news and their uh, society. So I, uh, it, it still affects us, no doubt. It's still a modern society, and we're all very connected in that way. So it definitely is relevant. Um, so should I go with the more serious topic or the less serious topic? Uh I'll start off a little more serious, and we'll end on a more like not really lighter note, but like a like a, a f- something that's just kind of less uh, dark, I suppose. So I guess the first topic I'm gonna talk about is the um, just the idea, or well, the situation regarding the whole the Vegas shooting and that the mass shooting that occurred, um, just like in the beginning of the month um it definitely waited a little bit before talking about it because it's still you know still a lot of time to pass and it's still a little bit fresh but now i think we're we've a little has time has passed where we can kind of look at it and see see the situation for what it is um rather than emotionally which for some who are still involved are still affected by that whole uh, event, it, this probably is still not enough time, and it's it's a very difficult thing to to even fathom. Uh, so, what I kind of want to see, or what I look at, is I guess the society's kind of reaction to it, or or proposed kind of solution. And what they're feeling and, and and how that kind of relates to us and how I feel about it. See, I'm not a person that really talks about politics or my views on, like, you know, my views on where things are in regards to the political spectrum. I'm not a very political guy because I get, I, you know, my knowledge of legislation and where party lies, uh, party lies and where, you know, what, what the criminal laws are. I, I don't have that knowledge, so... Uh, excuse me don't don't reference me for knowledge please but you know this is what i see and this is what i view on it um 
a lot of finger pointing actually does go down when an event like this happens. That's the sad part. Like you do have the victims, you have the people who are affected by it, but you also have parties, politicians, groups of people who want to point their fingers at certain things that people believe. So, you know, you have two sides of the spectrum. There are probably multiple kind of views, but two strong views on this situation is that one, there's gun control and how strict it is and like how gun control will help the situation and how um you know there's like we just have too many guns there's just uh, it's just so dangerous to have these people run around with crazy guns and just you know like that kind of view and then of course there's a view that everyone has a right to their firearms and like you know like we we will the constitutional right is this we can have we can have guns to go up in arms when the government tries to take it from us or you know i don't know the u.s constitution once again don't quote me two sides of the argument um and like I, the fear is is that we kind of get too entrenched in a thought process that doesn't allow us to look at the other side and i think that's the only problem i have with this whole situation of pointing fingers is that we lose track of both sides of the answer or both sides of what would remedy the situation um so on one hand like this is going to be more specific is that there the blame is on the firearms and guns are causing the mass shootings in the states that's kind of the the big argument for the left or those on the more liberal side firearms are causing the issue we got to criminalize those who own them or or have penalties for those who own like these certain restricted or prohibited type of guns and make sure that whoever has a license you know is charged up the ass for it or you know whatever criminalization or laws that they have in place i don't know them once again and that the less people that have access to these firearms on the open market the um the more we're going to be safe and things are going to be okay and then there's going to be less mass shootings. Um, that isn't necessarily the sole solution to the issue. And um, that's a lot of things that a lot of more liberal individuals are thinking about is just, you know, that, that laws are in place f- to really save, you know, to, to really protect us. Which is true, but laws are created by people, and people do have agendas, and people do have, you know, motives to position themselves politically. You know, it's it's kind of funny, but like a lot of laws or a lot of things are created are made to appease the public to keep the politician or the political party in office. You know, that's a lot of times when it comes down to it. Um, so. Um, that means a lot of the laws itself is more pretty on paper for the public and for the news articles than it is as effectiveness. Um, I, I just I took a quick peek at the Canadian laws, and uh, the, a lot of it makes sense, and a lot of it definitely 
should be in place there are some like licensing and stuff that you know the states does not have that i think is is very good for us and you know it's the whole idea is that if you at 16 can learn to drive and have a driver's license and and be at the wheel of this 100 kilometer fast moving box of steel that could slam into someone and can hurt someone in that way a firearm yeah you better have a license or something for it you better have that training you better have you know the registration for it and you know all the kind of documentation and paperwork with it uh it's it's something that you know a lot of people say like we have a right to fire like for firearms no i think it's more of like a privilege that you're allowed to, to have firearms and um it's really something like the law was so old when it was created that we just don't we aren't constantly modernizing and like making sure that it it reflects the way we live today so that's my kind of shtick for it is that you know we politically the laws are in place it might not be the most efficient um might not be the most efficient way of dealing with the mass shootings the laws itself right now might not be good enough or it might be way too confusing there's just it, it it's just not that's just not the sole issue so we can't we got to get away with the whole idea that stricter laws or or more confusing laws or more laws on, on top of each other will will help with the mass shootings but at the same time, you can't say that, you know, everyone can is allowed to own a gun without any training, without any background check, without any licensing, and that, you know, everyone has a right to have a gun in their home and that it's safe to completely to do so. It's not. You know, there are some accidental, accidental shootings. There are untrained individuals that, you know, have the firearm and don't know how to use it. And it's unsafe for them and society. And, you know, it's... If everyone had the right to bear arms, you know, like in Vegas, the fact that you have the right to bear arms, but there's an individual who's raining bullets on a crowd of people, you as a person cannot grab your firearm and fire back. You, as an individual with a firearm that doesn't have a uniform or is an individual that is, you know, visually uh, allowed to have a firearm you're going to be seen as the individual as the shooter you're going to be seen as a shooter you're going to be as a person with a gun walking around in public in a high stress dangerous situation and you're going to be deemed as a shooter you might get shot it's we don't live in a society where you can just easily carry around a firearm and assume that you are protecting yourself because police they're in a job where they're in a high stress situation and if they see an individual with a firearm they could shoot first and ask questions later like they're putting their lives on the line to protect other individuals that do not you know don't have that firearm on them like that are like hiding so don't play the hero i that's really it like don't don't pretend you're rambo don't pretend this is an action movie it's it's real life and when shit hits the fan uh, there you don't always win um that's the truth to it
Um, but yes, so that's my kind of look and my idea on the whole situation in Nevada and how both sides of the argument isn't right, but there is they're they're not wrong either. They just got to figure out somewhere down the middle, just exchange ideas and have that a conversation and figure shit out. Easier said than done, for sure. All right, so second topic. Uh, man, there's some weird things going on right now. Um, you know, uh, it was it was this weird kind of cultural appropriation discussion going on. This happened, uh, I think, a few, I think, a few uh, weeks ago, and it sucks. Um, Jeremy Lin. You know, one of the uh, better Asian American basketball players uh, in the NBA right now. He got injured, so he's out for the whole season, um, which really blows because you know it's kind of nice to see you know, some representation. Uh, but he he got in this weird uh, Twitter battle or something with uh, Kenyon Martin, and the whole idea is that um, Jeremy Lin has a new hairstyle, which is uh, I think it's dreadlocks so Jeremy Lin has dreadlocks and he kind of got shit on kind of get into this weird uh, back and forth with Kenyon Martin who used to be an NBA player um, who's uh, who's black Um, and it's just this weird kind of the conversation where like Kenyon Martin is kind of giving him shit because like this is this is like a, a black african-american hairstyle and that um because lynn is using it or wearing it you know he's he's no he's not he's misrepresenting us and he's just kind of it's being racist or something like that on that level like he should not be allowed to wear this hairstyle because he is not of our race slash culture and i understand that the dreadlocks themselves do have some history to them um but i don't think that because jeremy lynn is wearing dreadlocks he is insulting the culture slash making fun of the history slash saying everyone should not look at the dreadlocks that i have um it's just a really weird kind of conversation that he had and of course, Kenyon Martin, which is funny because Jeremy Lin then had a really calm and uh, and very polite response in regards to Kenyon Martin, who was who has Chinese characters as tattoos. And the idea is, is that they're culturally they're they're culture sharing. They're they're giving respect to each other's culture, which is a little bit of a better kind of argument to the situation. You know. It's it's just a very kind of odd conversation to have today in society. Like everyone's just pointing each, the finger at each other, and it's like, man, that that that's cultural appropriation. That's racism. That's that's this label. That that labels like you shouldn't do this. And I'm like, come on, like shit. I can't even eat Ukrainian food without it being cultural appropriation or me making my you know, progies at home, that's cultural appropriation, that's just such bullshit, that's such bullshit, like, there's other issues of these 
group of girls in California or something, and they were thinking of starting like a, a burrito business or, or or like a Mexican food business, and that was like cultural appropriation. Like you shouldn't like white white people should not be creating should be making burritos, like that's a Mexican thing. I'm like, like shit, like really. Like, all the food that we've been eating, been making, like, other individuals making businesses of, like, a different culture's food and showing it and showing it love, like, that's racist or that's cultural appropriation. I think we've really fallen off the boat of this thing. I think we've really, really missed by a long shot, I feel. Um, Like, that is not the focus of our energy, like these you you can't you can't find the intent in some of the things that we do in association with other cultures as racism like the intent is to either appreciate it or to have it a part of our life because in canada in the states you know we are a multicultural society so you know it's good to appreciate each other's culture and it's hilarious because, like, literally about five or six, seven years ago in university, that was the whole idea. That was the biggest thing is that sharing each other's culture is important and, and having a, a mosaic of individuals, you know, um, be represented and, 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 you know, like and appreciating each other for it. And now, like, all of a sudden, 2015, 16, 17, like, just recently, it's like, everyone is so on edge and everyone like feels like they need a safe space because everyone is racist or everyone is out to get them it's so weird i don't know what happened during that times if uh like i feel like society has curled itself up in a ball after getting punched in the face really hard somewhere around along the line and i was like it's just they're worried for i guess people's perception of them like no one wants to be you know know, no one wants to be uh considered a racist because these are all small things about life that you you just want to appreciate but i don't know it's just it's gotten really weird uh you know i i grew up in a small town and of of you know i didn't know about my asian culture and my asian background and I I did things that in a small town would do. And, you know, they're not of a typical Asian culture. Now, me sharing this more, you know, I guess it's a more white predominant town. Is that racist? Is it because, like, no, I think that's just absolute bullshit. But, you know, I guess the hipster in the cafe with his poetry book will tell me different that i'm somehow inadvertently insulting the culture sorry i inadvertently insulted the white hipster at the uh at the cafe and uh kind of lumped them in as one but you know it could be an asian hipster it could be a black hipster you know it's a it's 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 a society now that what you have to watch where you what you say or you get kind of you kind of get that uh broed out but broed out in a uh in a cultured way okay well not cultured but like a social justice warrior 
way. And those that do not know what that is, look it up. Because it's a term that uh, a lot of people use for this weird kind of defender of the weak that exists on the internet that I don't know if it makes much sense. And it's just you know a lot of pent-up kind of... I guess emotions that had to be let out somewhere so it's on the internet and it's against like you know anyone who 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 says even the one thing that could be mistaken as racist or not culturally right it's weird um yeah so uh that that's basically the two topics I wanted to go over today just something to ramble and think about something that I wanted to get my get get my perspectives out on um it's something for anyone who's listening to kind of think about like what are your thoughts on these on these two subject matters like look up like if you have time like look up the research of like all these crazy news things that are happening in the world and you know there's always something to talk about it's uh it's pretty crazy like we we live in a pretty accessible world you you can get information anywhere and of course, we live, live in a very open, communicative world, which we can post online and just say whatever you want. And yeah, and like you can get your thoughts and opinions out. And your thoughts and opinions can be stupid and dumb, or not, or very logical. They're all out there, and uh, you know, there's rarely any censor for us. We can really say a lot without that much repercussion. You can just be anonymous. But uh, I am not anonymous. I am Chow, <laughs> and I am doing uh, yeah these podcasts to inform, entertain, and have some fun. So, guys, I'm heading out. Uh, we will come back to you next week or the week after, uh, just depending on how busy we are. So, peace out. Bye.